Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Boom! DDT! What's up, dude? What are you doing? Uh, nothing, man. It's just uh, playing the keys and got the fucking cable news network on in the background, which is not not good. No, oh, what what uh, what are they playing right now? Well, it's a commercial, thankfully, but I, th- I think the show is uh, Jesus, what is it? Pro- probably Anderson Cooper. Okay. What is he on? CNN? Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Um, I just got back from uh, from a dinner. So I'm stuffed. We went to uh, Pizza Works. I took you there once, didn't I? For sure. I've been there. Yeah, when you were back at the Peoria. Is that the joint that has popcorn? Oh, yeah. It's got some delicious corn, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went there for sure. Uh, we, I mean, we spent money there. Like we went to a goddamn five-star Michelin restaurant. They can do that to you. I mean, they got the buffet set up to tempt you. Like, Hey, you can go all out here if you need to. Uh, not during dinner, but it's still, we got the pizza and then we got a bunch of drinks and then we got, um, salads and then we got desserts. Fuck yeah. So, So Yeah. Went a little crazy at the old Pizza Works, but it was a good time. It was a big party? No, just me and Samantha. Oh, just the two of you, okay. Yeah. Yep, we were just sick of eating bullshit. All we had left, like, we gotta go to the grocery store, so literally all we had was Jack's Pizzas, and I just couldn't even do it. So, uh, I went to an interesting place, interesting restaurant, over the weekend. Okay. So my folks are in town from the beautiful city of Peoria, Illinois. And uh, me and my brother and his wife and kids went out to this place called Fogo de Chow. <laughs> it sounds like something off of South Park. It, re- it really does. It really does. <laughs> so tell me about this place. So apparently there's this restaurant week thing going on in Denver last weekend. Where, I don't know, it just seems like a Groupon type thing. Like, a bunch of restaurants are just, like, promoting deals and shit. So, I don't know if this is their norm. But you go in, 
It's 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 kind of upscale, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't fit in. Did they have a coat check? I did not see a coat check. Okay. This is in the fancy part of down, Lodo. Which uh, I don't know if it's fancy, but it's gentrifying. Okay. All right, continue. Sorry, I was just curious about the coat check. <laughs> okay. So, um, it's a Brazilian-style uh, steakhouse. You ever heard of these? Yes, I've been to one. You've been to one? And I, d- okay. I'm tr- I cannot remember where I was at, but it definitely wasn't Peoria. But continue. Probably Chicago. Yeah. Because uh, that's where Nancy, me madre, that's where Nancy thinks that she's been to one of these types of places before when I was questioning her. But uh, anyway, so, like, you get in there and, like, well, we have these two experiences that you can choose from. And uh, one's $35 and one's, like, $50. And basically the only difference is the amount of meats that you have to choose from. God, yes, this is all coming back to me. So you took the 50. It wasn't my choice. I mean, I, my, my meal was being paid for, so. But you but went, yeah. but we went 50, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that, that entitles you to the salad bar and uh, any meats that are walking around because here's the kicker. Yes, I remember you just, this. You, you don't just go buffet style your meats. There are waiters walking around, and you have a little coaster. One side is green, the other side is red. Sounds simple enough? Green means go. These people are going to fucking hoard you to take meat off their skewers. Yes. They slice it right for you, and you, you're supposed to use a piece of tongs. They get very particular if you don't use your fucking tongs to grab meat. Yeah, and the meat is on like a sword. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a huge fucking skewer, a thick sword-type skewer. Yes. Anyway, this is is delicious, and I like I I have my fill of meats. Like I didn't fuck around with the salad bar. Man, you are dry. Like I cannot think of where I went to one of these. Samantha will probably remember. Um, we were on vacation, but it wasn't just her. It was my whole family, and I really have no idea. But I've definitely been to this. I remember the swords of meat. Uh, yeah, it, it's my first experience with swords of meat just being like <laughs> flaunted at you like your royalty. Because if you don't have like, if anyone at your table has a green side card, they flock. Like the more, I think there's managers running around that like tell them like, hey, we got a lot of green over here. You need to go fucking flaunt your meats. Yeah, he's probably got. He's probably wearing one of those earpieces. Yeah. And he just does the classic where he hits the button right on his chest. Seen a lot of green out here. <laughs> That's, uh, God, I can't, it's just going to dry. I'll figure this out, but yeah, I've definitely been to one of these, but it was good, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's solid. I mean, it, I, yeah. I won't go back just because the price and fanciness outscales my, my, uh, situation, but, uh. I mean, the meat was damn good. That's why I didn't fuck around with the salad bar. I had, like, over ten courses of meat, so. So, I don't remember. Is there any side dishes, or you just go straight meat? Uh, no, there's uh, polenta and fried plantains. Okay. So and, did... like, a day salad bar, so you can do whatever from that. Gotcha. So, did you try the polenta? I might have had a bite or two. I was more interested in the plantains, which is basically banana, right? 
It's on the yeah. So the polenta, you like? I don't remember trying it. I've had it before, but I don't remember trying it at the steakhouse. But did you like it? I hardly remember. I mean, it, it was decent. You know, there wasn't too much taste to it. Yeah. No textural issues for me, so that's a plus. <laughs> You're okay with the texture. No, no, texture is not my friend. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't like like a uh, like an oyster. No, I doubt it. Uh, isn't that just a little squirmy ass thing once you once it's all said and done with? Yeah, you just suck it right out of the shell. It's real wet and snotty. No, man. I mean, I. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, I hate pickles in part because of the texture. See, that's weird because a pickle doesn't have an uh, like an off-putting texture to me. I can understand why you wouldn't like the taste. I grew up a meat man and very very picky when it came to vegetables, so any sort of crunch always set alarms off for me as a kid. Okay, so I've, you... got, I've gotten past that, but the pickle is a heavy crunch and the. The texture is all weight, like your, your classic pickle on a, on a boiga. You know, you got that wavy fucking texture, too. It's, it's. Yeah. So, if, you, so if you're eating vegetables, I'm guessing that they're going to be cooked. I prefer it, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I hear that. I agree. But I do, I also like a lot of raw vegetables, like in a nice dip as an appetizer. So, oh, you, yeah. so you're not a veggie tray man. You're going to pass no, on the veggie uh, I, mean, I, I want to learn to be less picky, but I mean, it's a, it's a slow, it's a slow curve. I, I, I've come to like some vegetables, you know, I, I just can't, I, I'm not a big raw guy. I'm going to go for the meat and cheese and crackers before I do the vegetable tray. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say I blame you there. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I, I too prefer the meat, cheese and cracker tray. But I, yeah, but I do like a delicious crisp vegetable with a ranch dip. For sure, I can appreciate that. Um, I mean, I like ranch, but I, I'm not huge on it, you know. Yeah. So tell us the name of that restaurant one more time. If I remember it correctly, Fogo de Chow. <laughs> so good. You said. I think it is. I think it is a chain too. So yeah, people might be familiar with it. You said Fogo de Chow? Yeah. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> With their swords of meat. Fogo de Chow. Okay. That's an interesting... So, who who came up with this idea? This was Nano's idea? Nancy? Uh, I'm guessing Chris and Carrie's, my brother and his wife. For I sure. I mean, they, they always make the food clans. Yeah. Well, they probably eat out. They're probably, they like the restaurants, I bet. Yeah, and this is a special occasion, and, like, they, they had kids and shit, too, so. Yeah. It's got to be somewhat kid-appropriate, and this place was. I mean, there's no fusses, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like going out to eat, too, man. That's, like, the one thing. I'm a pretty big tight ass, but I don't mind spending some money at the restaurant. Yeah. I don't know why. It's the one, it's the one area of my life where I'm okay with spending some money. Uh, I'm the opposite. Yeah, see, that's weird to me. I don't know. Like, I don't like buying clothes. Like, that drives me nuts. Like, and it doesn't even matter if it's an essential. Like, I... 
I bought like I buy underwear regularly, like when I need to. I'm not like holding out, but that shit drives me nuts. Underwear is <laughs> more expensive than you think. Yeah, dude, it's like twenty for a three pack, isn't it? Yeah, and then you got you got the wife beaters, you got the socks. Yeah, it's a lot. Are you? It, st- it, add, it, it adds up, dude. I, I did a I did a restock the other month, and I was like, God damn, really? Yeah, did you you still wear the the wife beater? Oh yeah. Me too. I had to. I ranged low on laundry like two days ago for work, and it was really like it was jarring. Like you, you, you go, you get used to wife beater, and you go no wife beater, and it's it's really weird. Oh, I won't do it. I mean, it is odd. Like you feel. Uh, I, I, it's not. It's not like I have nipple problems or anything. Like some some wife beater wears do. Like it's not. It's not for a nipple thing. It's just like. I feel naked without it now. I've been wearing it that way for 15 years. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Like the What I have to wear to work is like wife beater, white tee, because it's a collared shirt. So wife beater, white tee, yeah. collared shirt. Oh, yeah. So I just went white tee and collared shirt. It's a whole other ball game. A whole other ball game. It was very weird. You're uh, loose. Yeah. You in different places. Super loose. Yeah, see, I, I'm a big boy, so I, I, I do feel loose. <laughs> I think loose is the perfect term for how I was feeling, and the wife beater really holds you all together. <laughs> so I know we got. If anybody's listening to this thing, you know, wrestling fans tend to be on the chubby side. Uh, if you haven't figured out the wife beater, go get yourself a pack. It's gonna change yeah. your life. That's all I gotta say. And make sure it fits. Like I, I was, I was uh, fucking with a size medium wife beater, and you know, like I, I'm a skinny boy, skinny white boy disease. You know, you want it, uh, you want it snug. You want it snug, and this is like kind of hanging off my chest a little bit and starting no, no, to get no. droopy. You, you can't have that, dude. I switched down to a small. It's a little snug, but goddamn, it is comforting. Snug is better than loose, and uh, when you start feeling when it starts feeling loose, you know after you've washed it, dried it, and it's your first put on. If it's feeling loose, you know it's time to retire that sucker. Oh yeah, it'll get like that after a while. And if any of us learned anything from Jersey Shore, it's that you cannot put on a shirt, take it off, and put it back on. <laughs> you, you can't do that because then it doesn't feel right. Nope. So there you have it. Jersey Shore reference. Unbelievable. That's been a while, but uh, anybody who's around our age remembers that shit. Yeah. So there you have it. That's uh, food and uh, wardrobe lessons for you. Yeah. Try, Try some shit out. Try the Brazilian sword food and then try a wife beater. Let's get us some wrestling then. Yep. Yeah, we blew about 15 minutes just talking about nothing. Um, So if anybody's still listening, actually, I want to say thanks to all the supporters because we had a spike in viewer and listening. How would you say that? In uh, listening ship? A spike in ratings. Did we really? Yeah, and I mean, nothing significant, Jeff. No. (laughs) But... One, but, one, one more to the five-man army. 
No, it was 10. 10, 10 new listeners from what we oh. usually get. All right. So something somebody told somebody, or maybe somebody actually thought this one yeah, was people interesting. people are telling their friends. People are telling their friends and doing their homework. Thank you. Yeah. So maybe somebody thought our race talk with Kofi Kingston was interesting. I don't know why. We're just a couple of white guys. Uh, but yeah. we, we did our best. Um, so yeah, thanks to the uh, supporters. Anybody that's telling their friends, if you like wrestling, give us a shout out. Um, Boom DDT on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, subscribe again, unsubscribe, and then subscribe again. Yeah, the the, the trifecta. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So let's talk about a little Monday Night Raw. This is the meat of the week. Yep. As as it has tended to be. So I got three major points I'd like to discuss, and then we have some side notes. Lots of side notes, actually. There's a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on in this one. Oh yeah, a lot of ins and outs. There is a lot of ins and outs. So the first one I want to do is the Shield. Back in action. Um, this to me was a little bit. Uh, not as exciting as it should have been, probably due to the no build. Yeah, uh, a little rush, but um, Roman said. Uh, yep. I mean this this wasn't rushed during the night of Raw. This was like your story of the night. True that. I meant like, <laughs> yeah, I meant like like if they were gonna bring the shield back and they had time, they would have drawn this out for a while. Oh yeah, but I mean they got bigger fish to fry with those wrestlers, and I th- like like Roman said, uh, do it while I can. Yep, true that because you know the the suspicion is still that Dean Ambrose is leaving. Uh, w- is, that, is that still going around? Yeah, I mean WWE announced it. Remember, which I, I that's why we call it bullshit because they never do that. Yep. So we still we're I'm staying I'm sticking with it's a work I don't know oh yeah I'm sticking Boom DDT is sticking with a work Dean Ambrose is staying so we'll see how that turns out but yeah Roman comes out top of the show invites Seth out he wants to get the band back together Seth's a little reluctant uh, they call out Dean Ambrose before they can even talk to him Dean's got a mic but before he can even talk. Elias attacks him with a guitar from behind. Yes, sir. And uh, Dean walks out alone. Doesn't accept Roman and Seth's help to get him off, off the ground. So that's, oh. where, that's where we started at the night. Um, and then this continues throughout the whole show. The next one was, I believe, Roman in the back with Dean. And he's like... Hey, you know we got a locker room. Like, you don't have to hang out in the boiler room. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. So, Roman, again, tries to get him on board. Seth's still, or uh, Dean's still reluctant. And then the next time we see him, I think, is the same type of deal. But this time with Seth Rollins. Wants to get, get him on board. Dean's still reluctant. Won't do the Shield reunion yet. Uh, leans it leads to a match with uh, Dean versus Elias. 
Yeah, that was set up, I think, at the top of the show after the attack. After the, yeah, due to the attack from behind with the guitar. Elias wins this one via uh, his move. What's that one? Drift Away? Yeah, Drift Away. Uh, some sort of side suplex type of deal. Yeah, it's a weird move for a big guy. Don't you agree? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's original. I'll give him that. That's true. True that. I just want I, I whenever I see a big guy, I just want I just want a real powerful one. This match was brought to you by Levi's, by the way. Yeah, these were the Jean Boys. Couple of jeans in there. Shirtless <laughs> yeah. jeans. This was uh definitely Samantha's favorite match of the night. She's a big fan of both these guys. Is that right? Yeah. A couple of real a couple of real lookers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, Elias is basically like a romance novel cover. Oh, yeah. You know how I know I'm in Philly? Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. I I, I was surprised they let him roll that long. Yeah, I liked how he just kept saying, you know how I know I'm in Philly. Yeah. And you can tell his his guitar playing's uh, progressing ever so slightly. Oh, for sure, dude. When he first started, like, I was like, man, this is kind of rough, but I didn't care because it was hilarious, you know, like, kind of added to it. Yeah. But, oh, my God, he's, for like, if, if we were to look back, I haven't done it, but if you were to look back to, like, the first time we saw Elias, it's come a long way. Yeah. From strumming an E chord, now, now he's fucking around with moving bass lines. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's no, you know, he's not, he's not great. He's not gonna. No. He's not gonna go on tour, but he's no. he's way better than he was. Way better. Well, he is on tour. That, that's where you're wrong. But <laughs> you're right. He he definitely is. He basically is practicing on tour. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. Elias wins that one. Uh, Seth and Reigns come out. Same thing. Still trying to get the Shield back together. Dean walks off. Heads out. Through the crowd, up near the uh, concourse area. And then Corbin McIntyre and Lashley approach. They're talking shit. McIntyre takes a knee again. Did you notice that? He took another knee? He always takes a knee, man. Whenever he gets on one of his spiels, he drops to a knee. Goddamn, coach. Yeah, so McIntyre takes a knee. Uh, They basically come in to attack Seth and Reigns. Start attacking him. Dean has no choice. He's up at the top yeah. of the concourse. He's like, what do I do? Oh my God, my boys are getting attacked. So he joins his brothers and then boom, the shield is back. Yeah. So they announce. Okay. So we get shield versus Braun Baron and Lashley at Fastlane this Sunday. Yep. And that, that'll be an easy one to predict. We got a prediction show later, don't we? Oh yeah. Yep. We got to move through these a little bit quicker. Alright, stick um, around. Yeah, stick around for the uh, Fastlane prediction show this coming Sunday is going to be Fastlane. Um, so yeah, this was rushed, but at the same time, it was a nice, easy, simple story we can all understand. Boom, Shield's back. Yep. Um, anything else on that? Like I say, I think uh, this, is a, this is a temporary thing. For sure. This is pretty classic to um, do with uh, main eventers before WrestleMania. 
Like, I remember past uh, pay-per-views, they always put, like, The Undertaker and uh, the, the Rock versus Triple H and HBK or some shit. Just a tag team match, the main eventers. Yep. Yeah, because we... No, no, no one gets buried, you know? Yep. We still don't... Because we still don't know what Roman's doing for Mania. Nope. And you know he's going to be there. It, oh, would, yeah. it wouldn't be the mania in this area without the big dog. <laughs> no, hell no. Good, uh, to, good to have him back. Oh, yeah. Definitely good to have him back. So, my second point is a story, a well-told story about Dave, Paul, and Richard. And by that, I mean Triple H, Batista, and Ric Flair. Uh, tr- Triple H comes out and makes cuts a hell of a promo. Did you like it? Dude, this is the best promo I've seen since I started watching wrestling again. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me. Give me something that was better than this. This is the best thing I've seen in years. I, I gave it three stars off the bat. Yeah, Triple H, he's, he's still the best at that, man. He's really good. And he did it all without leaning on the ropes. Yeah, he did. He, but if he would have, I wouldn't have been mad at all. If he would have leaned on those ropes for that last part, I probably would have fainted. He went through like <laughs> all the emotions, man. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, like like I said, why you'll see why I keep saying easy to understand story later on in the show. But this is another one, real simple. He's he's basically saying, "You wanted my attention, Dave. You got it." Uh, so we're definitely looking at Triple H versus Batista at WrestleMania, which I'm totally down for. Oh yeah, dude. And I, I look good. Batista gave a Instagram promo that was just dreadful. Yeah, and it was, I, uh, along the lines of Ambrose when he was stretching out his heel roll to a bad extent. Yeah, and Triple H called him out, and it was perfect. Yeah, Triple H put on his white guy voice. It was fucking great. He's like, oh, you want to go bad guy 101 with me? Yeah. Talking shit about where he's at. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. And and yeah, like he said, he just called him out. Said, you're going to come on here and do bad guy one-on-one with, with me? With Triple H? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it was and, amazing. And he really, he... he Blurred the lines, you know, he, he did he did away with the character names and started going with Dave, which is Batista, Richard, Ric Flair. Oh, and yeah, Richard Fleer. Richard Fleer and Paul. I believe he called, I, I'm pretty no. sure he didn't say Paul. Unless he snuck it in the first part. I was waiting for it in the second part. Did he say Hunter? I didn't hear either. Okay, maybe he didn't say, I wish he would have gone Paul. I wish you would have dropped all the bullshit, not even gone Hunter. Oh yeah, I would have. My, my respect would have been uh, tenfold if you went Paul. But um, so yeah, I'm 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 excited about that storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a classic Mania match. You got some heavyweights, some fucking veterans coming back for the casual fan. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, you need that to draw in the casual fan. And, uh, I think, 
Like, without it, we might be, like, all we'd really have was the women's story, which wouldn't be good. Yep. So, it's it's good to start another story, and it's a good one for sure. So, I was pumped about that. Yeah, because they got to get moving on their scheduling, which they will after Fastlane. Yep. So, that leads us into my third point, which is, of course, the Raw Women's title picture, which got even messier this week. Real fucking messy. So, this one starts out with Stephanie backstage with Charlie. Uh, just says that Becky's suspension is lifted. And I'm basically like, why? Uh, yeah, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> not that I'm mad at it. I'm just, I'm living in the kayfabe lifestyle. And I'm asking why. Why is the suspension lifted? She, she said she got to do what's best for business. Falling a line from Vinnie Mac. Okay, so she's saying, if we don't have Ronda, we got to have Becky. I guess. I okay. guess that's the reasoning. But yeah, it really came out of left field, dude. Okay. So, she basically, I think at that point, reveals to us that the WWE Raw Women's title has been vacated by Ronda. Yeah. Which I didn't really get that from the first. I just thought she put it down in protest. That, that's what I was thinking, too. I, I did not realize that as a relinquishment. I don't think Ronda did either. <laughs> I don't think the writers knew that that was a relinquishment at that time. No. You could have asked anyone in the back, is that a relinquishment going on out there? They said, nah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody knew really uh, what that meant. But they decided that that was a relinquishment. When, when Ronda lays the title down at her feet and says Vince has to decide to put Becky back in, or it's a no-go. So, she reveals that. Then she says that, Be- like I said, Becky's suspension is lifted. Becky will have to sign a waiver to compete in her match that she now has at Fastlane versus Charlotte Flair to determine who is the new Raw Women's Championship since it's been vacated by Ronda. So that's what we get. Still with us? Yeah, you still with us? That's what we get at the top of the show. Or near the top of the show. Then we're, we're, we're all when you're least expecting it in a backstage interview with Charlie, you know. I was about to go take a piss when this happened. Yeah, it was yeah. odd. Then we get then we get Stephanie in ring, end of the show. This oh. is this is pretty much your main event oh, this, segment. This is the uh Hold harmless contract signing. Have you ever heard of this type of contract signing before? Because I haven't. No. The old hold harmless agreement, huh? Yep. Steph's in the ring for the old hold harmless agreement. Which Uh, basically means that WWE is not liable because the kayfabe Becky's re-injured her leg somehow. You tell me how. Yeah, so so we're basically basically signing a wait. Becky's signing a waiver here. If yep. she gets hurt, it's not the WWE's problem. Yep. So Becky signs the contract. And Becky points at this point. Did you catch that? Uh, I caught that they uh, had to cut back to her to show her pointing. Yeah, Becky does a quick point to the WrestleMania sign, so we got to chalk that up on the list. Yep. Now, agreement signed. As of right now, we have Becky versus Charlotte at Fastlane to determine the new Raw Women's Champion. But wait, Ronda Rousey appears via limo. 
and just waltzes on back and says, wait a second. That's time not. Out, time out. Did she come in a limo? Because I thought she just stormed in through the garage like there, she was smoking yeah. a fucking cig. <laughs> she finished smoking her cig, but there was a limo behind her. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. I thought she just was chilling out there. I wish they would have shown the roll up in the limo, but yeah, there was a limo behind her, but she did finish smoking the cig. No. Um. Okay, good. Sorry, continue. No problem. So she storms the ring and li- almost literally just says, I didn't mean that. Maybe she, I think she did just say, I didn't mean it like that. Well, she was just as confused as the rest of us. She, she was like, I didn't mean to relinquish it. What, what, what are you doing? Yeah, that's really, that's what she said. And then Steph was just like, okay, you can have the title back. Yeah, as simple as that. So, okay. Literally, literally as simple as that. So, all right. Uh, Ronda Rousey's the champion again. Ronda yeah. Rousey, Raw Women's Champion. <laughs> okay. So now, it's gonna. it's still going to be... Raw, it's still going to be Becky versus Charlotte Fastlane, but now, if Becky wins, she will be added to the match at WrestleMania, making it a triple threat. If she loses, she's done. Whatever that means. She just said. Now, she just said she's done. Now, if you're with us, <laughs> she had earned this spot at the Rumble. Everyone knows this. This is this is the news. But because she was suspended 60 days by Vince a couple weeks back, the match was remade for Ronda and Charlotte. Now that her suspension is lifted, the match is still made for Ronda and Charlotte, and she has to sneak her way back in. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not following, what we're saying is this has been really muddied up for no reason. It's, no, it's all this is very confusing. Yeah, there's no. It's easy to book Charlotte versus Becky versus Ronda. Like I'm, I'm no booker. I've never fucking ran a promotion, but it's it's got to be an easier way than this. This is insane. <laughs> it really is, dude. <laughs> uh, so, I think the end result is gonna be fine. Becky versus yeah. Ronda versus Charlotte is is good. I'm fine with that. It's cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. It's, it's fucking clear as day. Yeah, but just the way they got here is just insane. It's like it's almost as if they're making it up as they go. Um, I think they did. Sure. I think they did change head writers recently, so that could have something to do with it. But there's just no continuity. It's just crazy. Yeah. And actually, tell them about what we got coming next week for a full breakdown of this madness. Okay, so. Because of uh, all the ins and outs of this feud that took a crazy turn this week, I decided to really dig down on this fuck bag. Yep. And we're gonna next week. I'm gonna unveil the full recap for the casual fan of the Charlotte Becky Ronda feud. We're gonna go in detail from the beginning. How far so, back's it gonna go? It's going all the way back to Money in the Bank last year. Or right after Money in the Bank. So how did, I don't even remember how did it start? Money in the Bank. Uh, who won the Women's Money in the Bank? I want to 
say Bella because she came out of the here as the champion. Oh, oh, Carmella? Yeah. I thought that was two years ago, was it really? Huh. I think it's a women's title match this year, not the money in the bank. Hang on, let me check. I got my binder. Yeah, check the check the wrestling binder on that one. It wasn't the like when she got help from James Ellsworth. Was that this this last Money in the Bank? Um, I guess it's possible. What the fuck is going on here? I'm not seeing. Oh, never mind. She she already was champion at Money in the Bank. This is going. This is stemming from before that. She wasn't in the Money in the Bank. She had a title match with Oscar and won. Oh, okay. There's a Money in the Bank with uh, Raw and SmackDown participants that Alexa Bliss won on the other side. So, unrelated. Anyway, yeah, this started after Money in the Bank when Becky started getting hot. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I was thinking, I was doing it in my head. So I was glad when you came up with this idea because I'm trying to do it in my head and I'm just like, oh my God, there's so much has happened. I don't know. Yeah, it stems from a lot of shit, so we'll, we'll get y'all caught up next week. Excellent. That'll be perfect for the uh, the Fallout show from Fastlane, because chances are there won't be... This is another sandwich pay-per-view, so chances are there won't be much Fallout. Correct. So those are my three top points from Raw. I'll give you my other notes. Uh, there's a women's tag team division match at this next pay-per-view, and... I haven't seen a damn thing from the women's tag since Elimination Chamber. I'm missing it all on the Hulu cut, apparently. Oh, are you? Yeah. Have you been seeing it? Uh, yeah. It was it was a real quick and meaningless spot this week. Um, there's uh, Tamina versus Sasha with Nia and Bailey out at ringside. Uh, real quick, Nia just interfered and helped Tamina win. Wasn't much there at all. Okay. But keeping it relevant. That's good. Um, yeah. Also, the Raw men's tag division. We have a match uh, booked for pay- for the pay-per-view with that as well. And on Raw, uh, what did happen? Oh, we had Ricochet and Aleister Black versus The Revival, correct? This was a tag team title match. Yeah. And uh, we had a schmoz. Uh, Rude and Gable interrupted. Get uh, they get the revival disqualified. I believe that's how it went down, right? Uh yeah, yeah. They just got involved real quick. This is another like quick spot. Yep, and then Black and Ricochet stand tall at the end of that one. So we get um, Ricochet and Alistair Black versus the Revival versus Rude and Gable at Fastlane. So we figured that out last. They're on Raw. Yeah. Uh, we had a visit from the SNL cast. A couple of dudes from SNL that I, I slightly recognize, uh, but I don't watch that show. But in any event, I thought it was interesting that Braun had a segment with him and that he like held one of them up and said, I'll see you at WrestleMania. So is Braun going to be involved in like a shtick gimmick at WrestleMania with the SNL guys? They're going to make some shtick. <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't know if Braun's going to be involved. It could very well be, but, uh, like, this is classic for the cat. They're just trying to draw in a fan base and 
JR pointed out that, um, that, you know, they're partners with NBC, so Saturday Night Live, uh, these are the Weekend Update guys from Saturday Night Live. They've been doing it for several years now. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I'm not. It's a tag team now, not just one guy on a Weekend Update with them. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm not hating on them. I just don't watch the show. I'm sure they're funny. I just, I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, they're, for, they're forced into these shtick roles. I, I like the black guy, Michael Che, is a pretty funny stand-up comedian. He's got a couple of things on Netflix, but Colin Jost is just, you know, a comedic actor. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they let him do that. Like, what'll probably happen is the WWE writers will write something that'll suck. Uh, I wish they would just let him do their own thing because they're probably a lot funnier than anybody on the staff is. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But that probably won't happen. Yeah. So we'll see with that. Speaking of that situation, Kurt Angle, uh, his booking is really weird. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on with Kurt. He's like a full-time wrestler now and just loses a lot. Odd. Uh, he had a, He was involved in a six-man uh, meat, meat match. The barbecue plus uh, Finn Balor versus... Uh, your uh, heel stable of Corbin McIntyre and Lashley. Oh yeah, that's correct. Uh, th- this was in Philly, and uh, Angle's from Pittsburgh, so he's getting a real good pop from the fans. So I, I like that. I-, I gave this match a star. Okay. It was one of the better matches of the night. What was uh, the What was the best match of the night? There wasn't much matches. Uh, yeah. There was a tag gauntlet. See? Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions was a snuff. Natalia versus Ruby Riot was uh, uh, ass. So I'd say it's this one. Okay, so see. So I missed the Gauntlet match. Was the Ascension in it? Oh, uh, so you probably missed all the uh, tag team, um, lower tag team division, didn't you? You probably didn't see the backstage either. No. So um, <laughs> this is pretty funny. But, um, like, apparently, uh, let's see, let me find my note real quick. Uh, there's an interview with, uh, Heavy Machinery backstage, and, uh, they're like, we have some video footage of, uh, the other tag teams kind of poking fun at you. And they showed Ascension, B-Team, and, uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Curtis, Curtis Hawkins? Kurt Hawkins. Kurt. Kurt, okay, my buddy Kurt. Uh, they showed them back in the locker room, like, just jawing it up. Locker room talk, as Trump would say. Yeah, okay. And they, they were cracking, like, such terrible, non-offensive jokes. And it was just bad, but, like, uh, you know, uh, the comedic part of this is they went back to the interview with Heavy Machinery, and they're, they're like, Otis? Otis is a fat bastard type of guy, the boulder looking guy. Yep. Like, what What are your thoughts on the... I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. Women's National Team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports Podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports Podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. 
Find Just Women Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's hurtful words, and he pulled a... He, he, he just pulled a classic and just went like white guy voice, like super serial. He's like, these, these hurt me. You know, you're expecting them to have a fat bastard voice. Nice. That's good. I like that. Slowly they built, like, uh, his buddy was pumping him up. He's like, they said this about you, and he got back into his uh, shtick character. Like, Yeah. By the end of it. Damn. That just set up, like, this tag gauntlet that you knew heavy machinery is going to go the way because there's no other reason for it. So it's heavy machinery versus B-team versus Ascension versus Ryder and Hawkins. Heavy Machinery starts, and they run through it real quickly, like all within 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Uh, so at least Ascension got on TV? Oh, yeah, they got some TV time. Nice, dude. I like that they. I like that there is a, a lower tag division that's being shown. That's cool. Yeah. Because those guys were just getting totally shit on, so I like that. For sure. That's everything in Raw. It's a meaty son of a bitch. It was. That that was a lot. We just talked like yeah. That is there's a lot of jelly in those donuts. They're gearing up for uh, WrestleMania. Oh yeah. So what what do you give this one as far as stars? Like I say, three stars goes to Triple H's promo alone. <laughs> True that. Uh, and a star for the six man tag. But I deduct Stephanie McMahon for every promo or every storyline she ruins as she ruined another this week by fucking up the ta- the smack the women's championship. Yes, situation. sir. So I'm gonna go three and a half. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's it wasn't quite at a four, but it was a decent episode, so I'll agree. We'll go. Yeah, it's meaty. We'll go three and a half. Yeah, there there was a lot going on, which is always good. Let's get into SmackDown. Yeah, why don't you start us off with with your uh, your favorite things about SmackDown? Okay, uh, so this is uh, I'm hot about this, but you can have any sort of take. U.S. Open Challenge. Our truth is continuing his uh, shtick to uh, be like John Cena. Lord knows why. Uh, he kept a weird promo before the match with a dance break with Mella. And then uh, we have uh, Joe comes out, interrupts for the open challenge, then followed by Ray and Almas, just kind of like last week. Yep. So, you know what? We're going to have a fatal four-way instead of a triple threat like we had last week. Uh, and um, this is this was an interesting one. Yeah, what did you think about this? I thought it was a good match. Like, I think R-Truth's super underrated. 
like oh, yeah. in the ring like his i like that corkscrew punch thing he does like when he runs the ropes and does this like corkscrew elbow type of deal uh i like a lot of his moveset i like when he does when he's running the ropes and uh instead of like laying down to duck or whatever he'll do the splits uh i think i thought it was good man i like i like this match a lot actually I don't like the, I didn't like the outcome. Oh, I don't know. This is a really tough one. It, it, it is a tough one. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get to the outcome. So, after, uh, you think, you think that, um, our truth might squeak one out as he rolls up, uh, Ray Mysterio, like he did last week, but Ray catches on to that, and then, for some reason, is like, what, what are you doing? I'm sorry, Ray, this is a fatal four-way match. Yeah. But, uh, that's a weird spot. Yeah. Anyway, um, turns out that, uh, Joe ends up pinning Andre Cien Almas for the win while, uh, R Truth was, uh, interfered with on the outside by Zelina Vega, correct? Yep. Yeah, Zelina Vega had a role in this for sure. And Carmella had some, some talk back, but not after the damage was done, I don't think. Because our truth lay outside while his title got taken. But on the on the flip side, this is Joe's surprisingly his first title in the WWE. Really? Yeah, they kept flaunting that stat. That is super surprising. So that's probably why they gave it over to Joe. But okay. damn it, man. Yeah, it was exactly what we predicted, which sucks. Um, I mean, yeah, you called this. I was thinking about this. When it happened. Yep, February ended and so did our truth's title reign. So you tell yep. me if that's uh if there's anything to do with that. I think it is. Uh I mean Joe like deserves it as much as anybody, so I'm not hating on that. But uh it's just it's just bad luck. It's a bad luck, man. Everything about our truth's character is a bad luck to me. It just sucks. It's like he's funny, but like, why is he? Why does he always have to be the funny guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? I but, mean, he probably had a. He probably went to a more serious role when we weren't watching wrestling. Yeah, he did. I would assume. No, he and had. He kind yeah, of felt out of the picture and back into his silly role. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they respect him a lot. He's always had a job, and he's super good, and he holds down the fort. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him live plenty of times. He does the house show circuit for sure. And, yeah, uh, he's got the ambassador role, too. Yeah. He's really good. It just sucks that, you know, he got the title. What You know, you could say he got it for Black History Month, and then they took it away right when it ended. Yeah. Uh, so that's up for your... That's up for debate, but it's just not a great look. Um, but like I said, Joe, Joe's legit. Joe's, Joe's deserving. Yeah, it's super surprising that this is his first title run. I can't even believe that. Well, I was thinking at the same time, like, why, why do I, why am I pissed about this? And it came down to like. I still don't see the U.S. title is equal to the Intercontinental title. I know it's billed that way. It's SmackDown's Intercontinental title, basically. But I always saw it as like a lower card title. 
as it used to be when we were watching wrestling, you know? Yeah, it's because it's on SmackDown. Probably. It's still got that feel. No matter how much they try to change it, Raw feels like the bigger show. It always has. I mean, it, it, it makes sense why it does. It's got it's got all the big, like, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. They're all over there. So, yeah, because of the low bar I put for the U.S. title, like, I thought that, that uh, it'd be perfect for our troop to keep it. And, like, Joe's kind of above that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joe needs a title run, like a real title run. Oh, he's he's had. I mean, he's had title shots, but always, yeah, always pooped upon. Yeah, he lost to AJ like thousand times. Yeah, but he's counting. That was a, that was a great <laughs> feud. You got to give him that. Yeah, no, that was great. I agree. Uh, besides that, um, KO's turning face. Yep. Which uh, I was surprised how good he is at it. It's not easy, and it's it's still rough for me. I'm still expecting him to be a jackass. Yeah, I want but, some of that jackass humor. Oh, yeah. He, he'll always be a better heel, but he's still a little bit of a jackass as a face. Um, But, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Did he make a, a sly remark about Rowan, though? About Rowan? Yeah. He called him, like, a Redwood or something. I liked how he's, Redwood. Yeah, we got a problem, Redwood. That was good. I also liked how he said, uh, like, he was talking about how he beat Daniel Bryan. Like, he didn't need any friends to beat Daniel Bryan right in the middle of the ring with a stunner. And the bottom line is, wink, wink. Did you catch that part? He threw a little stone cold in there. Oh, I was wondering what the heavy wink was for. I'm like, well. Fuck's he winking about? Yeah, because he said it, he said the bottom line. Oh man, he's just full of it. Yeah, that's fly bastard. But uh, yeah, anyway, this just sets up a um, this set up a match, a little go home match, which is him versus the, the goon. Yep, him versus. Yep, versus Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. I mean, he was supposed to take on Rowan tonight, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he faced... Oh, yeah, because Rowan hit him with one of his little face palm slams. Yeah. Which is, for as much as I'm not into Rowan, that's kind of a cool move, and KO took it really... I mean, it looked good with KO. Oh, yeah, KO sales. Uh, One thing I wanted to add before you go on from this, Kevin, or... Daniel Bryan specifically made it a point to mention that Kevin Owens doesn't have any friends. So does this mean that uh, we get Sami Zayn at Fastlane? Uh, that's what that's what I was wondering about. It is the season. Yep. So we'll see about that. I just wanted yeah, to add that in. The equalizer, if you will. Yeah, I think it's about time for Zayn to return, and it, I just thought it was interesting he made it a point to say that KO doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Um, and the third thing is uh, we got more on the women's division. Charlotte invites Becky for a friendly discussion. What the fuck type of setup is that? <laughs> yep. 
what is a friendly discussion on her? What was it? Her emotional and physical status? Yeah. There should be no friendly, friendly discussions in wrestling. And this was just an excuse for Charlotte to come out at the end of the night and cut a promo and uh, shit on Becky. Becky comes out. Uh, you know, there's tensions brew. Pretty damn quick. Uh, did, did, did Becky just straight up attack Charlotte? Yeah, from how I remember it. And she's still heavy limping. And yeah. they got a match on Sunday that Becky needs to win. Yeah, that, that part is another part of the story that's weird to me. I mean, Becky in kayfabe can, like, barely walk. Yeah. So, again, odd. But, yeah, Becky uh, gets a hold of Charlotte pretty good tonight. Whoops her ass. Yep, she gets her in the disarmor until uh, refs got to come down and break it up. No security, no police, but they got refs. Yep. Yeah, Becky was made whole, as they say in the business. That's, I believe, from what I understand, that's when you get your ass whooped and look weak, but then you come back and whoop somebody's ass and look strong again. Are you saying whole? Like yeah. W-H-O-L-E? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Becky that's... Becky stands tall at the end of this one. Yeah. If you can say that. She, she limps tall. Yeah, she limps tall. <laughs> She's still on the outside looking in with the WrestleMania situation, but come on. Yeah, we all know where this is headed. Um, basically, what's it's just this whole women's story. Like, like I said, it's gonna be fine at the end of the day, but it's just as confusing. And one thing wrestling should never be is confusing. Yeah, it's even simple, stupid. It should be real simple stories that we could just sit back and enjoy. Yeah, you should be able to tell your buddy at the bar what happened this week in wrestling without having to sit him down for five minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> true that uh what else did we get we had uh we had an appearance from oscar is this the first appearance in a long time or have i been missing something uh, i think she appeared last week not positive on that uh i don't remember she could have so this was um Mandy versus Naomi, and I went to take a piss after the uh, opening bell, and it, it was done. What 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 happened? Why is Naomi getting fucking job now? Um, it was a a classic schma like an interference ran by Sonya. Oh, okay, but well, still, yeah. But I was still I was still just as pissed. Yeah, Mandy won this match in a squash, which is ridiculous. And then, uh, well, it was a squash, but due to uh, Sonya Deville, um, then she gets attacked by Asuka. At, or, you know, Mandy and Sonya have their back, has their back to Gorilla facing the crowd, gets attacked by Asuka at the ramp. And uh, we're reminded that Mandy has a title match at Fastlane, and we don't, I can't remember why. I'm still pissed. I don't know if you remember. I can't, I can't remember why either. I choose to ignore her, man. She's pissing me off. Yep. And then I got even more mad because I heard or I read that uh, on Monday, you know, as Raw was happening, there was a SmackDown house show where, uh, like, Mandy almost severely injured Asuka, like, dropped her on her neck <laughs> or something. 
Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, this is what happens, Vince. When you yeah. when you just try to put the the pretty blonde up there with the big with the big boys that actually know what they're doing. Yeah. It's stupid. So yeah, there's that. And um We got yet another good god they are giving us a lot of Alistair and Ricochet. Yeah, they're they're shoving them down our which they're fun to watch. I'm not hating, but yeah, they're as far as NXT call-ups, they're getting a really good treatment here. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting a great WrestleMania, Road to WrestleMania run. So yeah, this... they're in the tag team picture, but for some reason they face the bar and take care of the bar. You know, easy. Easy, easy shit, right? Yeah, Ricochet wins via 6.30, I believe. Yeah. Then uh, Rusev and Shinsuke come out. Uh, Ricochet and Black had beaten them last week, so they came out to attack Black and Ricochet, and then the Hardys come out to, uh, thwart that shit off. Yep, and, uh, Matt's, like, completely, I don't know if he, he might have been last week, too, and I didn't see it, but he's completely in Hardy mode. No more... What's Hardy, what's Hardy mode? Like, he's back to the shirt and the pants, like, no Woken shit. Oh, no TNA. Yeah, like, I'm sure he probably was last week, and I'm just not remembering right, but, yeah, I mean, he had the classic Hardy pants, Hardy shoes, Hardy shirt, everything. Yeah. So, the good guys stand tall on that one. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention that was mentioned, that was actually unveiled on Raw was Tori Wilson is your next Hall of Fame inductee for 2019. Yeah. So you got Tori, Honky Tonk Man, and DX, I believe. Yeah, I think that's the lineup. So they'll probably add two or three more, I'd say, right? Oh, for sure. So you got that. Um, oh, one more thing that I noticed. AJ. We get another AJ uh, backstage interview. That's really all he's doing right now. And uh, Randy Orton comes out, and AJ's basically talking about how Kofi Kingston deserves a title shot. Randy's like, are you really advocating for someone besides yourself deserves a title shot? I can see why it took you 15 years to get here. So are we getting... And and Randy showed up for AJ's interview last week, too, I believe. Oh, did he? Yeah. So do we get Randy Orton versus AJ at Mania? That's a good match. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, totally fine with that. Book it. Yeah, and we don't, like, that match doesn't need a ton of story. No, you can just throw that at me right now and I'm fine with it. Yeah, like we talked, Randy Orton's almost better without a story. Yeah, yeah, the less complex the better with him. Yeah, because his in-ring work is amazing and his character not so much, so. <laughs> he talks to things. <laughs> he what? He talks to snakes. Yeah. They talk to me. It, what else did you have from here, Jeff? Uh, one more thing I forgot to mention. You, you you completely forget about this in the wild week that was this wrestling, but Mustafa Ali came to save the day from injury. Yep. Yep. Which uh, me and Wolf had this conversation actually earlier today. 
Because I said the same thing to him. I was like, does does this mean Sami Zayn comes back at Fastlane to help KO? And he was like, well, Mustafa Ali helped him. And I was like, true. But was he really helping KO or was he just seeking revenge against Rowan and uh, Brian for injuring him? Yeah, because they have no friendship. Nothing, yeah. Not unless they're starting one. Maybe they are. I don't know. Who knows? And the KO versus Rowan, Rowan match, if anybody's wondering, uh, Rowan gets disqualified due to the Mustafa Ali, right? Or no, Rowan gets disqualified because KO and Brian get into it. Yeah. Yep. And then Mustafa comes out to attack Rowan. KO hits Daniel Bryan with the stunner. And that's how that one played out. So it's, it's kind of a, I mean, relative to past weeks of SmackDown, it was pretty meaty, but uh, it's still not as meaty. No. The only, I just looked through everything. The only thing we didn't mention was um, we still have The Miz and Shane versus The Usos. Actually, The Usos promo was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was decent. It was pretty hilarious. And I still, I'm still digging their music. I gotta disagree with you. I really like the Usos music. Did I hate on it? Uh, you weren't as into it as I was, which is fine. Oh, yeah. I just, I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite mu- musics in the biz right now. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, that's SmackDown. That's, yeah. What do, you, what do you give it for a star rating here? I'll probably, I'm gonna give it, let's see... We didn't get anything with Kofi, which is something I'm excited about. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a notch down for me. Um, yeah, they need it. They're in India. They they put them on like kayfabe. They don't know if they intentionally uh, gave them an assignment to keep them distracted. Yep. Yep. And besides that, there wasn't a whole lot here, man. It said it'd be a fast lane, though, Kofi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yep. And I'm still really hoping we get Kofi and Daniel Bryan at, at, at WrestleMania. That's the match I want. I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. I mean, I really had no idea who Daniel Bryan was going to face, so this seems like the best option to me. Yeah. So, if we gave uh, Raw if we gave Raw three point five, I got to give SmackDown two point five. 
Yeah, you could even go down to two. I'll go two. All right. Well, that's the week that was in wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's getting heavy. It's getting heavy. Should we that's do? Should we do uh, a point update, Jeff? How many points did we have this week? WrestleMania side points, real quick. So I actually, thanks to a video recap during this RAW, I caught a side point from last week that I missed. Oh, what was that? Get this. No, go ahead. I believe it is a uh, Ronda sign point last week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I had to add that one in. And then we had two more sign points for the week. One for Raw, uh, one for Ronda on Raw, and one for Becky on Raw. No SmackDown points. No SmackDown points. Interesting. So we have 23 total points now. And who's your leader? Oh, Charlotte still by a long shot. What's she got? Eight. Eight? Eight okay. nine points. Rhonda has five and Becky has four. Okay. Yeah, I just looked through the notes. I, I have the same as you. I had one Rhonda and one Becky, both from Raw. Okay. Um, so we still need to do our predictions, Jeff, as a part of the go-home show for WWE Fastlane this Sunday. Uh, where is this at? Do we know? Oh, this is in uh, Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. Yes, sir. This is where the Cavs play. Quick and Loans Arena. Nice. Okay. Well, before we get to that, Jeff, we're going to need that 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30-second Bulls update. on the uptick sitting at 17 and 45 the Bulls went on last Friday to Atlanta Atlanta's slightly ahead of them in standings they are the fifth worst team in the NBA the Bulls are the fourth and we went in there and you know how many overtimes we had Eric? Ooh, I do not not one overtime okay not two overtimes. Uh-oh. Not three overtimes. Oh, shit. But a four-fucking-overtime game, dude. Dang, bruh. Yeah. This, um... I don't know the exact records, but this is possibly the highest-scoring game in the regular season, if not one of the highest-scoring games in the regular season in NBA history. 168 to 161. Your Bulls got on top. Give them a round of applause. God damn. Good God, man. Yep. Uh, Levine hit 42 in that one. I think that tied a career high for him if it wasn't a career high. And ironically enough, Sunday, a matinee day game in Chicago with once again, the Atlanta Hawks. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How ruthless is that? That's crazy. Who won that one? The Hawks did. Trey Young got ejected for staring at Chris Dunn <laughs> in this game. That must have been a fucking wicked stare. It wasn't. It, it made national headlines because the ref really fudged it up. They, they had both gotten double tacks earlier, 
And then Trey Young just made a three on Dunn and uh, kind of stared him down, but Dunn wasn't even looking. But you can Dunn stay. Down. You can do that in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that a, was interesting. But yeah, we lost. We lost that one. Tuesday we went to Indiana. Indiana's hot. Without their star Victor Oladipo, they are staying strong at that third spot in the East. Indiana retains 105-96. But then last night, Bulls fans, we were on national TV for the third and final time of the season. That is the bare minimum that they get to every team. Let's give them a round of applause for not being on national TV this year. Great job. Portland spoke to his Bulls beforehand saying this needs to, this should be taking offense that we're not on national TV more. We need to turn that around. Because they hosted the fourth-seeded Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers were without, without their star player Joel Embiid for the second straight game, but they still got the uh, all-star lineup. Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, uh, Ben Simmons, and uh, who's that other motherfucker? Um. Ooh. He's a young he's a young kid. But not like a rookie. Uh Oh no, it's uh it's 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 Redick. It's Redick. They, they don't have one more? I knew about well, Redick. You might be thinking of Mark L. Fultz, but he got traded. No, I knew he Okay, I'm wrong. Keep going. Anyway, uh this was a gritty ass fucking game, man. Uh it was close throughout. Uh, tied at halftime, tied after the first. Uh, Philly sneaks out to a four-point lead after the third. Zach Levine goes for 39 because this comes down to the wire. Zach Levine fucking uh, makes uh, a layup with one second left, 0.5 seconds left to put the Bulls in front. They uh, come down the other end. Philly can't get a shot off. They try to lob it up to Jimmy. doesn't work out, but hold on. Because after the post-game interviews and shit, about 15 minutes after the game's done, they're like, wait a second. That buzzer went off premature. Like, no one touched the ball. Hmm. So they had to go back. They had to bring everyone out of the locker room, do it over again. Jimmy was pissed. Jimmy could be heard in his hallway saying, if we go back out, we have a we better have a fucking better play written up. So it was literally fifteen minutes between that. Ten to fifteen minutes, yeah. Oh my god. Because they went and reviewed it to see if Lopez touched it on the inbound, and he did not. And then they had to corral everyone because they had gone. Oh my god. <laughs> but the Bulls prevailed to win one hundred eight to one hundred seven. They are now six. They have won six of their last nine. Give them a round of applause for that. Hell nice. yeah. Unless you think we're moving up in the standings, we're not. So our draft position is safe. I don't even care about that. Good. I don't either. I don't think that's the right way to go. I think what we're doing is good. I think, obviously, whatever Jack Lantern's doing seems to be working. We're on the right. We're in the right direction. He's getting a little Coach Nagy in him now. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, Levine's... I mean, the, the, the guys that are supposed to be playing good, the young guys that are supposed to be improving, they are. 
Sure. I like it. That's your Bulls update. All right. Thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second Bulls update. They're 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, thanks to everybody that listened. Uh, We'll get to our predictions here. Uh, Thanks for the support. Again, we had a rating spike of 10 10 more viewers this last episode. So I just want to say thanks to everybody for telling their friends and for supporting the Boom DDT podcast. Very soon, I'm I'm doing a back-to-back wrestling extravaganza, Jeff. So I have a Peoria, a hometown Peoria house show, March 17th, St. Patty's Day. And then I have, and that's a SmackDown house show. And then the next day I'm getting on a bird and going to Chicago and I'm not really getting on a bird. I'm just getting into an Impala oh, okay. and, go- <laughs> and going to Chicago for Monday Night Raw on the 18th. Hell yeah. So that'll be a good week. I can recap that from a live perspective. Won't be able to take notes, obviously. You got to experience it. Yeah. So might need your a little help from you on that week. Sure. Um. But yeah, lots of good stuff coming. The road to WrestleMania is happening. Uh, things are getting excited. Hopefully, this women's storyline clears up, gets out of the fog a little bit here. Yeah. Sure, it will. I don't know what much else they could do after this. So, before we get on out of here, let's go ahead and do our prediction show for Fastlane this coming Sunday. Let's do it! Ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions. Predictions. I predict. So. We'll start with the pre-show match, uh, which is a little bit of disappointment to me. Unless maybe we get it again, I don't know. But for the pre-show, we have Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas. Um, I was hoping to see this at Mania, but these matches are starting to stack up, so maybe they don't have room. Uh, or maybe we get it again. I don't know. Yeah, you go either way with it. I mean, they're, mel- they're milking this already, so yeah, we'll see. We shall see. So, Jeff, Rey Mysterio versus... Andrade Cien Almas singles match for the pre-show. Who do you got? I'm going with Ray Ray. Okay, I let's see. Who's been who's been getting the better of them, or has it been going back and forth? I couldn't tell you to be honest. I, I, I'd like to say it's gone back and forth. Ray's might have gotten might have gotten the better of it though. I'm going to go Andrade then for the sake of sport because I don't really know here. So you can put me down for Andrade Cien Almas. Hell yeah. Alright, next next let's get into the tag team division because you're going to see a hell of a lot of tag team wrestling Jeff. I'm looking, I'm looking at this card and I'm seeing a bunch of tag team wrestling. Good, I want to see some hot, t- hot tags. All right. This is classic. Alright, so we will go first. The the Raw Tag Team Champion... Or no, let's not do that. First, let's go The Shield. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins, of course, versus Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Just a six-man tag team match. 
And I'm going to go shield. What about you, Jeff? Put it on the board. Both of us are going shield here. Okay, next let's go triple threat tag team match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. The Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet versus Gable and Rude. Jeff, who do you got? Revival retains. Yep, I gotta go Revival retains. If they drop it, I'm gonna be really pissed. I know you are. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Revival Retains as well. Next, let's go the boss and hug connection, Bailey and Sasha, current champions versus Nia, Jax, and Tamina, the WWE women's tag team championship match. I will go Boss and Hug Retain. I agree. Okay. Next we'll go... That's a tough one, though. That's a tough one. Yeah, that one could change. If any... Like like we said, this is a sandwich pay-per-view. We don't, we don't know how fluid this belt is yet. Yep. I think to make it look strong, though, you want to keep it for on, on Sasha and Bailey for a while. At least till Mania, I would say. That's me. But I could be wrong. Um... Next, we'll go WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus The Miz and Shane, a.k.a. the Co-Besties. And I think it's your turn, Jeff. Who do you got? They're going to win it for Mr. Miz. I don't want them to, but I think they are. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking... Okay, you're going co-besties. I'm going to go the opposite. I've, I've been thinking the Usos. I think this will be the classic. Uh, they want to. They, I want to see the disappointment in Daddy's eyes. And I think for this story to continue, we need to see it. So I will go the Usos retain. Wait, do the Usos have it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm going Usos then. Okay. We gotta do the dirty. Okay. Sorry about that. Alright, so we both go Usos. Uh, so yeah, you everyone heard correctly. There's seven matches on this main card, and four of them are tag team matches. Sweet Jesus. So I like it. I like it. I like it too. That's surprising, though. You don't get that a lot. It, it, it makes the singles matches more appreciated and less watered down. True. Alright, now we'll go... WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Your champion, Asuka, versus Mandy Rose. And I will just... I'll, I gotta go Asuka. Yeah, for the sake of humanity. Yeah, I mean, is there a chance that they put it on Mandy? Yeah, I guess so. But it makes me sick thinking about it. Yeah, especially from Asuka, who's already got this shit done dirty ever since she won the title that would be the dirtiest way to fucking have a title for sure so without Becky getting ignored for a month and then losing to Mandy in your first defense yeah whoo <laughs> that would be rough yeah so we'll both go Asuka there next we'll go a singles match for the WWE championship Daniel Bryant your current champion Versus Kevin Owens. 
Who do you got there, Jeff? I would love to go with KO, but I gotta go with uh, with our friend Daniel. I agree. I'm gonna go Daniel Bryan as well. Have we disagreed on anything yet? Just the uh, pre-show match. Really? Yeah, it's been it's been a. I mean, it's been a slow one. Yeah, I mean that's how these sandwich pay per views are, though. Yeah, that's why. You see WrestleMania in the future. Yeah, that's why Wolf came came across with a damn near clean sweep last time. Uh, yeah, respect. Yeah, no, I'm not downplaying those picks. Those are good picks. Uh, and then our last match of the night, or what I would assume would be, well, I don't know. Anyway, we get a singles match. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. If Lynch wins, she'll be added to the WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania and make it a triple threat. And if Charlotte wins, she's done. (laughs) According to Stephanie McMahon. Which I'm assuming just means she's out of the title picture. So, whose pick is it? Mine or yours? I'm going to go with Becky Lynch because we all know that this is going to be a triple threat. Yeah, she's got to she's got to get some more steroids in that leg of hers. Uh, I want to say it'd be no contest just because this story is that muddy. Yeah, that, I can yeah. see him going completely no contest, like Ronda just comes in and throws it all to hell. But I'm not going to go against Becky in any way, so I'm going Becky. And we're agreeing throughout this entire pay-per-view. Yep. Which isn't doesn't make for good... Uh, <laughs> not good radio. Doesn't make for good uh, content, but I don't know. It's just one of those pay-per-views. It makes you want to watch a pre-show match. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, there, so that's Fastlane. WrestleMania will be better predictions, I think. Oh, for sure. How many matches do we usually get at WrestleMania? Oh, shit, at least ten. Yeah, sometimes even a lot more. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Alright, anything else you want to get to, Jeff, before we put a bow on this fucker? Uh, off the top of my head, how about you? I'll probably interrupt you with something, though. Uh, no, I think we, I think we got it pretty good. I'm predicting a return from Sami Zayn at Fastlane. That's my bold prediction. Hey, watch out for Kofi, too, in that uh, Daniel Bryan thing. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that. I want to see him back in that picture. Yeah, get get up in there. Because he said he's going to be at Fastlane, so what else is he going to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's definitely a good prediction. That should definitely happen. All right, well, every- that it. we're ramping up. We're, uh, how, how many days away from Mania? Do you know? Uh, one of the shows said like 34 or something, but I don't remember if it was Raw or SmackDown, but either way, it's getting, so it probably, um, so it's either like, what, 32 or so or something like that? Okay. We're getting close, definitely getting close. Yeah, about four or five weeks. All right, everybody enjoy Fastlane, enjoy your weekend, and we're going to see you again next week. Night, night. Wink, wink, night, night.
But now I don't it's understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 